0: forward to us on fucking stage this is a point of culmination for kind of like our brand this is a fucking rock star group and there's not going to be downtime tomorrow at all so you've been in the UK about eight
1: hours now. How would you describe your first eight hours? Cordial, polite, and entertaining. Smart enough to get us beer right out of the gate. That yep. was that was the key. If you order an American beer, I'm punching <laughs> you in the, in the nose. We can see the entire agenda of the conference tomorrow. The fact that all of those presentations funnel down to one climactic chat and cheese orgasm. Yes. Um, is a little bit nerve wracking, exciting. Definitely the biggest orgasm we've had as a podcast. Thus far, yeah. thus far, yeah. That is fucking huge is what that is. This industry is always about the people, it's so great to see old friends and we'll meet new ones tomorrow.
0: We're gonna disrupt the disrupt stage. We're going to RL 100 with with Borman. Pressure makes diamonds or it makes assholes. Or it makes both, and I think in this case it'd be
1: fine. Let's just say U.S. English relations could take a turn for the worse after tomorrow. Chad and cheese, baby. That's legit. <laughs> that is legit. <laughs> so wait, Enter what, what are you
0: guys heading to now?
1: We're going to uh, check out Matt, Alder. Matt Alder's live podcast. Yeah. We recently interviewed him for our show, and he interviewed uh, we've us. Kind of cross-published some content, so we're gonna go uh, heckle him. They brought they brought stupid
0: Americans here for a reason to do stupid shit. When somebody says HR is, is right on time with AI, damn, i to have to say no. But I appreciate that, I, I, so. I, I, have,
1: I have the numbers to prove it. AI means that we can do things like people analytics, or chat box or whatever. And it doesn't matter whether you're the biggest guy there, or a small small player. When it
0: comes to sales and marketing and what actually drives a business, the CEO cares more about that these days than anything else, right? They should care more about HR. They should care more about the people, right? It should be more holistic, but the problem is HR waits too long. We don't take risks. We need to take risks. Sales and marketing takes risks and that's how they impact business. We need to impact business. We need to take risks.
1: No, and there's lots of businesses who are waiting for that right moment. My favorite question was a year ago. It's like, is it better to buy it now or wait a year? Um, My advice is always buy it now, play with it. HR as a profession, as we know it today, is new. The research around it is new. Understanding people's behaviors in the workplace, everything is changing so rapidly. Uh And HR as a profession,
0: we are really trying to keep up with it. The UK has always been behind um, from an adoption standpoint. I just think that the culture's less risk-taking in most cases. In the US, you have so much technology that is born and bred right there. So it's like, it just, it's going to happen. Um, organically, more on the U.S. side than it is uh, than it is in the U.K. The cool thing, though, is that the U.K. is coming up with some really fucking cool tech um, that we're not seeing in the U.S. Like Opening.io, um, Candidate ID. I mean, you know, th- there's so many really cool platforms that are out there. Not to mention, you take a look at what just happened with Stepstone gobbling up Appcast. That's a big slap to the you know the U.S. market's face. When they take a major player like Appcast and a German company acquires it,
1: we're going to watch uh, Torin Ellis, one of our favorite speakers. Uh, he's probably the foremost expert on uh, diversity issues. You guys flank the
0: seat.
1: <laughs> I just sit right here. Here's the question: A couple of white guys. How can we help? So the first thing you can do is what I said, you gotta speak up. Yeah. And you do an incredible job on Facebook. So when you ask what can you do, yeah. amplify your voice. One of the conditions of progress is to allow those that are suffering to speak their truth. Right. So I feel like stand in the face of adversity, embrace the conversation, take it in from all sides because we're never gonna make everybody feel good. My talk didn't make 100% of people feel good in that. Well, no, That's not what you're going for. But right? that's a, that's right? not a, I'm, I'm going for truth. Yeah. You don't want organizations to just be true. I'm not perfect, I'm not a historian, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I know how to be a good goddamn human. That's what I want us to be. For them out there, where can they find out more about you? At Torrin Ellis, across all of the web. We out. So one of the things that we do
0: is we push the boundaries. We try to push the boundaries. And having a guy like Torin, definitely pushes the comfort zone of anybody in HR or recruiting because he's saying look you guys fucked up you're not doing the right things to be able to push the ball forward bringing Torn in I think there's no question that, that that's just that's a that's a great pinnacle
1: especially in that area the beers, the beers are, are out, out yeah and they are British so that, beers so they're kind of weak um, so we're... <laughs> We're pacing yourself is pretty easy. This is great. Uh, this is a lot amazing. of energy, ton of people. I feel like the last two, Zip Recruiter and the job board thing, yeah. was all about we're not, we're not dying, yeah. and AI is not killing you. Especially the amount of money that's being spent on job
0: boards, it has to do with their data, sure. right? Their, yeah. The data that they have, is fucking goldmine. It's like, what can you do? If I give you money, what can you do to actually create? Uh, Halfway's decent fucking platform compared to the shit that you've, you've had for the yeah. last 10 plus years. Maybe even bigger, moving the duration-based ad more toward performance and driving the rest of the industry toward more of it, making that evolution happen. Now, will they do it or not? We'll, we'll find out, but uh, hopefully hopefully they do. So uh,
1: the ones that are succeeding are successfully evolving yeah. into being more than just online job ads. If you're still just, <laughs> hey, pay us $100 to post a job, uh you're in trouble. You guys nervous? Do I look nervous?
0: You gotta blow your process up, you gotta focus on process. Got to focus you gotta focus on. You wanna drink?
1: She wants a drink. How so many hours are you vacation? using to schedule? Really? Get you a some. Lot. Get you some good time. It's ridiculous.
0: I've never been to a recruiting event ever that is this engaged, this fun, right? We go to these corporate events, and they're all tight, and they're, like, you know, buttoned up and shit like that. And we come on stage. Dude,
1: literally, half that bottle of scotch was consumed. Easy. No glasses. Oh, dude. Straight out of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you have
0: it on tape. <laughs> they, like, fucking mob
1: the stage for T-shirts, yeah. and they're like,
0: oh, give me some fucking... Yeah.
1: Edutainment <laughs> is what we do. And that's what we brought today. Yeah. Thanks to... Talent we exited two full bottles. Talent
0: fucking Nexus of for making this shit happen.
1: Cheers, London. Cheers, London. What are your thoughts now on where those big differences are between... Where the US market is and where the UK market is. Yeah, the, the gap used to be pretty wide a decade ago to you know, 20 years ago, and that gap is, is shrinking quickly. 10 years if this was going on, we'd probably see 90% American companies over here. This was a good mix of uh, international players. It's easier
0: in the US because we have a much larger base of business, and then that's where the startups obviously you're going to be close to the business, and that's where the startups happen, so we haven't seen as much uh innovation, you know, away from the US because it's just the big pool of money. But now we're seeing that. And you know, like we're talking about with uh with clipcast being or Appcast being bought by a German company. Again, that's that's closing the gap and that's going to allow uh the programmatic market to grow here quicker than it would have before. so, so 10 got over there? Yeah I yeah, was there. Did you have a chat with them? Yeah, yeah. it was hard to have a chat with them because they were so busy. I mean they had that was the thing that, I, and I love is that, you know, people are like, oh, robot, oh my God, stay away. But it's like, you know, okay, so we've gotta to get to that next level. So the first to ever do anything, they're gonna look at them like, you know, that's the stupidest shit I've ever seen until they go and check it out. And you don't know how many people that we talked to today or later in the day yesterday said, yeah, it was actually a lot less creepy than I thought it was going to be. And it's, it's really cool. It's pretty amazing
1: we're really in a period right now of placing bets on things that we hope work ai automation chat bots like matching a lot of this stuff is like we know we need to roll the dice we know we need to take bets some of them will turn out and some of them won't maybe next year we'll have a more uh more validation around these guys than we do now it's a really weird uncertain time for a lot of these products what do you think wasn't talked about yesterday that should have been
0: they they shouldn't have just talked about job boards they should have talked about what's the evolutionary step of what's going to happen you know there's still a lot of money being invested in job boards and the reason being is they have all this data these candidate data not to mention they have clients so they have the revenue streams they have the data the problem is they have this dilapidated tech so they're, they're getting that the dollars to be able to get the, the tech moving and to push to programmatic. But that's what they weren't talking about. And it's almost like the thing that, you, you gotta pull back the covers and say, what the hell's going on there? Really blew my mind. Especially StepStone, being on stage. That was really their opportunity to stand up and say, this is what's happening, kids. So the army were
1: talking, I think, first thing they were talking about their, their campaign to engage with millennials. What, what do you think we're gonna be talking about by this time next year and like the things that employers need to do?
0: should be talking about Gen
1: Zs now. I mean, but there's no reason that we shouldn't yeah. be. I mean, the, the oldest millennials are almost 40. Yeah. Like it's time <laughs> it's time to quit. <laughs> You know, putting them in that eighteen to uh, you know thirty-five box. Yeah. So yeah, Gen Z is, is what we should be talking yeah, about. I think, but
0: I think it's funny because we're always talking about the next. Well, this generation's so much different. It's like no, they're not. It's just like some of the vehicles that they use are different. But they, they it's just it's being young versus being mature, and you go through a process in that whole in that whole journey, right? Um, so it, that's you know, obviously there are economic pressures that leverage why there are so many 26 year olds living in mom and dad's basement right now, especially in the U S because it's a hundred thousand dollars of debt to go to college and that kind of shit, which boomers didn't face. Right. So there's some of those economic kind of socioeconomic things
1: to add to that. I will say, I think there's a, there's a sense of purpose more so with granted younger people have more sense of purpose, but I think social media and being aware of so much now, Um, whether it's climate change or the oceans are full of garbage or whatever it is, people are more aware of that. And how can I live my life making an impact on that as opposed to just, I need to make some money and feed myself. I also think the ability uh, to freelance, be your own boss, whether it be driving an Uber or, hey, I'm going to be a developer on Upwork and just take jobs as they come, like that's something that we never had. Like it wasn't even an option. So I'm excited to see how that transforms what younger people do with their lives after they graduate? Would you come back? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Of when when we came into
0: this, I wanted to make sure that we tried to do something bigger than anybody else did on stage at Rec Fest. I don't care how stupid it sounded. I wanted it to be bigger. And Joel was like, Yeah, no, we need to blow this out. TalentX is coming up with the the video piece, making it feel bigger, making us feel bigger than what we really are. The um, like the 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 uh, the, the cheesehead, Chadhead kind of things. Um, those were all incredibly fun and the people were coming to us going, Is this your face? I can't wait to share a lot of the videos, you know, that that that, that come out of this. Because I know that we'll enjoy it and I know that our listeners will enjoy it, because whenever they see us like face to face, I mean they, they really enjoy that
1: interaction and hopefully this is kind of more of like that kind of like interaction. I know that when we jump out of that plane that shit's gonna happen in the air and things are gonna happen that we don't expect. But we're going to land, you know, alive. Yeah. And I never I never second guess that when I go on stage with him. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform